The secret ingredient? Darling, it's me. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. Hello and welcome to Pop Icon Recaps. I'm your host, David, the host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. We talk pop culture, we play pop music. And you're listening to Pop Icon Recaps, where we are recapping season 14 of The Real Housewives of New York City. Um, We are actually closing out the season pretty much. We're on, I believe, episode 11 now. Uh, So we'll be recapping episodes 11 and 12 today. Um, Before we get into that, though, we are going to talk about a little bit of Real Housewives news. So first things first, The Real Housewives of New York uh, has released their reunion looks um and uh, some of them are winners and some of them are they're not cute i'm like jenna lines what is going on there um so i think i'll post the pictures um on the instagram at pop icon radio uh whenever i post this episode so on monday um and you guys can decide what you think of it um i think that Sai looks the best and it really is sad that they put her on the end of the couch after looking like that aaron just was giving like jennifer anderson like she has all season i was kind of bored by it um my personal favorite uh, i don't know uba looked amazing um bryn looked like i don't know how, bryn looked like okay she looked like old school like hollywood i was like you are in or maybe it's old school new york i don't know so we'll see what everybody brings to that reunion i'm not sure if it's really going to be like super like emotional but there could be some drama because recently it turns out um sai has blocked jessel i'm guessing because jessel like tagged all the girls and something on instagram recently to say like thank you guys for an amazing season basically and like sai's name was like you weren't able to click on it so obviously sai has her blocked um and that's sad i hope they're able to make up but that also is perfect because i'm thinking that they're probably going to start shooting the new season here in the spring like maybe like january february possibly uh we'll see how that goes um and secondly we have got our girls nini leaks and bethany frankel talking on bethany's podcast um the just be podcast uh and they're going in it's a two-part interview and they're going in on eddie cohen i'm like damn like they really do not like him anymore and they just feel like he didn't protect them they feel like he's like protecting some he's like letting others like go to the wayside and they just they've got questions and they've got a couple of answers too about some things that people have thought like had had thoughts about so um i'm gonna definitely get into that again i only listened to a couple of clips sorry because it was two episodes it was like an hour and a half episodes they were both like like three hours i didn't it just came out so i'm gonna listen to that and i'll probably give you an update on the next episode of pop icon recaps uh but i guess we can get into episode 11 of the real housewives of new york city So we start off episode 11 with a continuation of the fight that's going on between Uba and Aaron. As we know, episode 10 ended with Uba in Aaron's face going off on her, pulling her sunglasses off and basically telling her like, 
don't motherfucking disrespect me, bitch. And I like, I have to be honest, I was here for it a little bit. I know that's not like how you're supposed to react to things, but why whenever Aaron walked away, was away from the group and and Uba's just saying like, oh, where's Aaron at? I thought she was just here when they were about to leave. Why is Aaron getting upset about that? That to me was like, I don't know, maybe a little bit of Uba like reaching out to her, be like, all right, we really don't have things that bad. Like, where is she at? Let's like get the show on the road. Let's go. Like, and Aaron took it, like, a totally different direction. Like, keep my name out of your mouth. Don't start with me. So, I understand Uba being like, hold on. Wait a minute. You're, like, going off on me right now. And I'm just trying to get us to, like, go out. Well, I'm going to go off on you. So, they fight. Aaron is just, like, Aaron's a freaking crybaby. She's like, I can't handle this. I'm like, why can't you handle it? Somebody, like, telling you basically don't fucking disrespect them. Um, Don't. She, I don't know. She's kind of whacked this episode. Uh, Sai lies, saying that she'd just be a little annoyed about what's going on. I was like, you're not. You're a fucking liar. If somebody took your phone, you would fucking go off on them. And if then, whenever later the next day, whenever you're trying to just go out, you're just asking where they're at, they start telling you, keep your name out of their mouth, you would also get upset about that. So... Bryn, for some reason, has Aaron's back. Um, also, and Upa comes back at her, uh, saying that she's had so many fights with Aaron. Aaron's called her every name in the book. She's called her every slut, every skank. I was like, oh, Jesus. Um, Upa really is not afraid to, like, come back. Uh, the other car... So, like, the ladies leave to go to lunch or whatever. The other car is um, Jenna, Sai, and Aaron, and Uba, Bryn, and... Jessel ride together. Um, Jessel's in, or Jenna's in the next car saying that she doubts Bryn's like tampon story from the night before because they were all telling like stories to kind of like bring down the mood. And Bryn brings up, tells the story that the first time she like used a tampon, she like put it in her butt or something and then walked around with it. I don't know. It was like weird. And everybody thinks that she embellishes. I think that she embellished that story also. I think like, I don't know. I don't even want to get into it with her. Uh, she just falls further and further down on my list every week. Like, her shake is, like, kind of getting a little old. Um, so the ladies get to lunch. They order moonshine for some reason. And somebody asks, like, what is moonshine? And Jess is like, oh, it's a very, it's a very natural uh, liquor. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Is it a natural, like, liquor? I thought it was, like, something they made, like, back in the day, like, when they couldn't make like booze and it was just like kind of like a throw together like at night it was called moonshine because they had to do it at night i don't know i read that on the wikipedia after that so very confused there um jess they keep on forgetting to give her shots there and they're trying to make it seem like jessel is like forgettable they said that i think in the last episode too um i don't believe that jessel is like forgettable i think that you guys are just like bitches and it's kind of funny to see that jessel's kind of come out as like maybe fan favorite um online after the season's kind of said and done because everybody kind of like is on her side in like most situations um so that was funny side bartends she I was like, yawn, nobody cares. They don't have shot glasses. They just have, like, ramekins. I'm like, okay, I guess um, I guess they're serving shots and ramekins. That's cool, I guess. Uh, she also forgets to give Jessel a shot. I'm like, you're just being a bitch right now. You're just being a fucking bitch. Sigh for no reason. Um, Brie, or Bryn, like, is... She, like, gets on the, tries to get on the table. She's like, let me just, like, do my old job. And she, like, pretends like she used to be a stripper. And I'm like, I feel like next season that's going to come out about her. Like, she had, like, a stint, like, at, like, a club or something. I don't know. We'll see if that works out. Um, it could totally just be me making shit up. Um, so... 
oh, I was like, what? Alarm goes off. So the next scene is the alarm going off and Aaron gets her glasses back. Um, so Uba held onto the glasses for as long as she said that Aaron held onto her phone and she set a timer for it, which is like petty, but it's also like, you know what? At least it was just glasses. Like if you took my phone for like over an hour, I'd be pissed. Because turns out Aaron keeps on trying to lie and say that it was just, it was two minutes. It was 30 minutes. I had it for like 10 minutes. No, whenever they play back like the times, she took the phone at like 10, 10.45 or something and she didn't give it back till after 12 o'clock. So it was like over an hour and 15 minutes at least that she had it. So I would be pissed too and you need to stop like downplaying it like you didn't hold on to it for as long as you did. Um, so they start going off on each other now. Uba calls Aaron basically a spoiled brat or Aaron gets mad because Uba called her a spoiled brat and Uba's like, you are. Aaron leaves the table um Uba's like just really pissed off and she calls out Aaron's like cheap like Canal Street like glasses which was funny um Jenna has Aaron's back for some reason I'm like why Jenna after she just threw you under the bus and made all the girls like come after you like a couple episodes back um so she goes out there talks to her for a little bit but they end up going back to the table the ladies try to squash it for a second and then like Uba goes off on like the xenophobic like rant about Americans it's like oh where did this come from I was like that was very strange and you need to take it down a notch for a second why are you going off on all americans right now when you're just mad at aaron um so aaron like gets up and dips she's out of there she takes a uber home she's done um jenna reveals a story actually that she had a confrontation with uba that wasn't on screen i'm thinking because they broke the fourth wall um but basically uba was upset that jenna's assistant had invited her didn't tell her there were cameras so uba showed up like not like glammed out or whatever um and so basically she was just she said into her in the scene like if there's cameras let me know and i don't think that's too hard to ask for but it was very like oh okay i wasn't expecting that from you um so, like, Jenna pisses me off, actually, kind of, taking Aaron's side. I'm like, why are you taking Aaron's side right now? And, like, Uba is upset about basically everything that's going on. And she says that black women are seen as, like, angry rather than just, like, passionate. She just wanted to get her point across. Like, why does she have to be seen as, like, so angry when, like... She just was saying her point of view, too. Um, I agree. Aaron, like, started that. It's like, don't start none, won't be none. Um, Sai tries to jump in and ha- just calm it down. And Uba's like, hold on now. That's not going to happen. I'm going to set the story straight. And you're not going to tell me, basically, to stop. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Noted. I'm not going to start with you. <laughs> um, so... I love the the waitress comes by and drops off like the Pellegrinos that Jenna and Aaron had ordered. And Tessa's like, oh, she's not going to be here. Can I take that Pellegrino? She just takes and starts drinking. And I'm like, that's funny. Um, she knows how to get a moment on camera. Uh, so somehow we get into uh, Bryn's backstory. She talks about like college, about how like her family wasn't proud of her for going to college. They were proud of her for like dating like a Turkish like millionaire or something like that. Um, she talks about her Mimi. I'm like, was this the woman they were talking about earlier? Maybe so. Um, how she got into PR. Uh, Brynn, like, cries hysterically. They all end up crying. It's, like, kind of sad, but I'm like, why is everybody always crying? Just stop. Fucking stop crying. I'm like, this episode is also really long. Then I realized it's, like, a super-sized episode, so it was, like, an hour and a half rather than, like, an hour. So I was like, okay. This is where normally, like, a fight would happen, like... Um, but we're only like halfway through the episode. Uh, we get back to the house. Aaron is talking to her dad about what happened. She lies again, says that it was two minutes. It was not two minutes. It was over an hour. Um, she talks about her childhood, about how she felt bullied by Uba because when she was in seventh grade, this bully called her long jaw, long, long jaw silver. And I was like, Oh, 
you need to get over that. She was like, it's, it was just so mean. I was like, oh, you know what? A lot of people have heard a lot worse things, so calm it down, girlfriend. Um, so the ladies head back. Bryn stirs up Jessel, and Jessel reveals that she has a list about the bitchy things that the other girls are saying to her, like how she feels like in the moment. They're like thinking it's like the craziest thing in the world. I'm like, is that that weird? It's just like writing your feelings down. Um, the ladies get back to the house. Uba apologizes to the staff. And like after she apologizes to the staff, Aaron like walks out. She's like, Uba, come. And I'm like, don't fucking talk to her like that. And Uba even says that. She's like, no, you're going to ask me nicely to like come speak with you. And Aaron does. She's like, come, come talk to me. Uh, so they go and they sit down. Um, they Other ladies go and they get in the hot tub. Aaron and Uba kind of have like a moment, kind of like see eye to eye for a second. And then they go out to the hot tub with the other, with the other ladies um, where somehow it turns into an attack on Aaron. I think because back whenever Bryn was stirring up Jessel, she said that Aaron like called her like a social climber or slut or something like that. Um, so Bryn is like spiraling in the hot tub, which causes like Aaron to spiral. It causes Uba and Aaron to fight. It causes Bryn and Aaron to fight. It causes Jessel to jump in there with like a little one-two. Uh, so that was funny. Aaron cannot handle the girls. I was like, oh, she really is. They try to make it out that, like, she's, like, the head bitch. And I'm like, she's the youngest in the group. She may read as 45. She's 35. She's young. Like, she can't take all this from every end. So she has, like, basically a breakdown, cries. The other girls, like, comfort her. And, you know, it's sad uh, to see them all fight like this. I'm like, why can't they just have a fight? The lot, whenever the uh, New York girls would like go out of the country, or they go to like Anguilla or whatever, Mexico, they would just get fucking like toasted, wasted, and they would just have some like wild nights. And these girls need to learn from them. Um, so they, uh, Aaron and Uba go off and talk again, make up again after fighting for that little bit, and then fake a fight on the way in. They keep on doing that this season where they like fake a fight like on the way back. I'm like, stop. This is, I don't, I don't care. Um, and the other girls like never, well, actually Jenna believed it for a second. Um, so Bryn goes up and flirts with Jenna while she's like naked. Bryn is like, she's been having a couple of drinks at this point. Um, all of the ladies are getting ready for their night downstairs or having like one final dinner for their last night in Anguilla. Um, the, they start talking about the Grateful Dead because Jessel the night before said that because Aaron's husband was going to go to a Grateful, Grateful Dead concert and Jessel's like, oh, I didn't know he was into like hardcore, like rock or whatever. And they think it's like the funniest thing in the world. And I'm like, is, is that funny? Are they not like rock? I thought they were. Maybe they're not like headbangers or whatever, but like, I don't know. It's like, so they like call her out for that. And that like unseen dinner that we didn't see from like the last episode. Um, so they're all talking and then they, for some reason they're like trying to say they, they forgot about Jessel again. I'm like, no, they didn't. They were literally just talking about her. Um, she shows up. She's looking great in her outfit. Bryn at this point is like now wasted at the dinner. She's like sitting at dinner. She's like falling over basically just like she's doing what the other girls should have been doing too. If they would have all done it together, it would have been funny. But like Jen's Bryn doing it by herself was like her hair was a mess. It was like scary. Um, Aaron, Uba hug. They kind of like make up and the girls just want to keep it light, I guess, at the end of this episode. And they just talk about like their favorite outfits from one, from one another, like throughout, I guess, the trip. Um, it was like lack, lackluster to me. I don't know. Usually towards the end of the season, I get a little bored, especially toward like cash trips. Um, finally, they end the episode sending a selfie to Sai's daughter, who sent one of her friends, like all having a sleepover. They sent one of themselves, like so. It was cute. It was like two generations, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was episode eleven of the Real Housewives of New York City. I guess we can jump right into episode twelve now. <laughs> Thank you.
guess we can get into episode 12 of The Real Housewives of New York City. Uh, I really enjoyed the episode. Well, actually, no. Before we get into the episode, let's start with some tea that I saw in between uh, filming last episode for episode 11 and this episode, episode 12. So somebody on Twitter posted, um, their name is at Vixen Jenny. Uh, they posted, Jessel, next time you see Cy, ask her about how she took her husband from his ex-wife and got knocked up while working at his bar. You didn't hear that from me, though. Um, what? It's got 80,000 views on there. Is that true? Is that the case? Um, maybe we see why size a little bit of a bitch all the time because she like might know that her stuff might be coming out uh we'll see how it goes because she really she showed her ass in this episode and i hated it i hated to watch it um so episode 12 of the real housewives of new york city we can get into the episode starts off with a scene with jessel and pavitt um, just the two of them connecting, talking. I like their chemistry. They kind of have, they're kind of like antagonistic towards each other kind of, but at the same time, I think it's just like out of like an uncomfortableness, like being on camera. Um, so that was a good little fun way to start the episode. Jenna and Brain go to Henrietta Hudson, which is like a gay bar, I'm guessing in Brooklyn or somewhere. Uh, so they go, it's like fun outside. Um, Bryn is there to be Jenna's wingwoman, and she does a great job. As you know, Bryn is, like, super sexual. She can turn anything into, like, a pun, um, like, a sexual pun, and so, I don't know. Like, she was probably the best person to bring there, except for maybe later in the episode. Maybe Aaron could have also, like, went there with her. Uh, so, Bryn says, love is love, and I'll take it wherever I can get it, and I'm like, I feel like she is that type of girl. Um, she will take it where she can get it. So, Bryn introduces Jenna to this girl, gets the girl's number with a Sharpie on her. Jenna does, like, a little dance. We know Jenna's, like, super, like, uncomfortable, like, being, like, center of attention. So, her, like, stepping out of her shell and having fun was nice to see. It was a good way to start the episode. Uh, so, Cy, Aaron, and their husbands go out to grab dinner with one another. And they're literally so fucking boring that they have to sit there and just bring up jessel and her husband's like sex life um they decide to question the husbands on whether they can go like a year year and a half without sex and like i mean i get it but like at the same time like you this is your this is how you start your dinner off with your husband's interesting um who david whose size husband answers like in the correct way which is like no i would just like divorce you know we probably couldn't be together um meanwhile abe's like yeah i'd probably just fuck somebody else i'm like whoa okay interesting there um also we find out like aaron and abe like have considered like swinging i think um they said not right now but like maybe in the future and then they just got like it got very weird at the table i don't know um but it was also like very honest and like aaron and abe talk about like basically just like they're just down to bang whoever i guess aaron like wants to get like banged by like two guys and like i don't know it was just like it was a very honest conversation that i like wasn't expecting to hear on bravo because like especially aaron who seems like she's like super conservative and like closed off and then to hear that she's like considering like being swing but i'm like you know what that seems like it seems about right for her um and her folk uh so the next thing we get is a scene of Bryn. it's like a fake book scene she goes and looks at like old old books i'm like okay you said you were into chess before you said you're into old books you're saying i don't know why you're saying this you're saying this so like 
honestly probably to find a rich husband maybe she's maybe she's doing like what she's supposed to do and like i don't know maybe it just she just unlocked something in my brain that revealed herself to be a genius um so she's setting the scene for a scene next year with she sits down and talks with her brother about how she's getting like a tree in central park like memorized or like dedicated to her grandmother and i'm they're like it'll be up in a year and i'm like okay so they're waiting until next year filming so they can go see it and like it can be like a continuation of a story i'm like that's good story editing whoever like decided to do that um so that was cute. Bryn breaks down in like the bookstore and like cries and like how much she like loved her grandmother and it's sweet, I guess. Um, what is next? Oh, like Oba hosts the ladies for a holistic healing like journey type thing, like to let go of everything that happened in Anguilla. Uh, Sai looks cute when she comes in. That's about all I'll give her this episode. Uh, Brent has COVID again, I think. I'm like, what is going on there, girl? Like, you got COVID? What? Isn't this like the second or third time you've had it? I don't know. Maybe they just use it as like an excuse to get out of filming. Uh, so they start their like ceremony or whatever. Uba gets like super emotional. Jessel holds her hand. She's like there for her. Um, Sai's not really there for it. Aaron's not really there for it. The scene is, like, over after that. The food arrives. Jessel reveals that she's going to be banging her husband on a Thursday night, which I'm like, okay, that's kind of, like, weird, honestly. Like, I get it because, like, story purposes, like, on the show, like, that's been her thing. Like, she hasn't banged her husband now. Like, they're getting to the end of the season. They need to kind of wrap up storylines. But, like, I don't know. And that's also, like, weird whenever couples do that, too, whenever they're like, we're trying for a baby. I'm like, you. I don't need to know what you guys are doing because now i got a visual in my head and I'm like, I need, I don't want that. That's gross. Um, so that happens. I find people like that interesting. Uh, the next scene we get is a scene of Sai and her daughter. They go to get desserts together, like strawberry shortcake and like macaroons and stuff. Um, seems kind of rehearsed if you ask me. Uh, she seems like she's bringing up the fact that she's poor in every single scene that she's in or was poor back in the day. Which, I mean, I get it when you're, like, out of the struggle. It's um, great, but at the same time, like, girl, come on now. Uh, the next scene we'll get is a scene of Pavit and Jessel drinking Moet. Uh, I believe it's Moet. Uh, they reveal that her and Bryn went shopping for lingerie. And Jessel shows some of it off. Some of it looks cute. Some of it's kind of, like, questionable. Um, they're, like, very nervous being, like, sexual on camera. And it, like, kind of endears them. I don't know. Like, they're not... They're not... They're not porn stars, basically. So they're just, like, weird around each other, like, chemistry-wise. Um, even though they're, like, a married couple. Um, the next thing we get is, like, a weird scene with Uba in a bath. Um, Bryn calls, and it's just, like, a weird, awkward scene all around. I didn't care for it. Um, the next thing we get is Sai meeting up with Jessel. Jessel arrives 41 minutes late. I'm sorry, I would have been out of there. But then at the same time, I realize Sai didn't show up. She was 30 minutes late. She showed up at 11.28. So, really, she waited, I think, like, 12 minutes or something like that for... Jessel, not that long, if you ask me. Um, so, size annoyed, obviously. Jessel shows up. She reveals that her and her husband, Pavit, had sex the night prior. Um, size like, barely looking at Jessel. And she does not believe the, like, the story. Um, and I'm like, why don't you believe it? I'm like, I'm not questioning that. I'm not talking. I'm not worried about if you're, like, doing it or not, I guess. 
Um, especially if you're telling me that you are. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll move on, on to the next one. Um, Sai is just like so rude. She brings up the whole Vietnam trip and the way she's talking is like, so what's up with Vietnam? Your husband's going there. Everybody I know goes to cheat. I'm like, oh my God, you're like weird. You're a bitch. Um, Jessel brings up uh, Anguilla and says that Sai's issue with Jessel, like story, like they didn't make her feel good. And having like so much doubt, she just wanted to like say, hey, I'm sorry. Like if I, if my telling like offended or upset you in any way, I didn't mean it to. It was just like my, the way that I was brought up. Maybe I left a couple of things out. I had a couple of things in my life that were different from you, but like, I'm sorry, like if you took it that way. And so I like isn't really like accepting any type of apology or anything from her. Um, so I says that she's curious. She just wants to know about Jessel. She wants Jessel to tell her more about herself. And so Jessel tells her more about herself. She says the period of time that we were talking about in New York City, I actually had like an experience with my uncle where he was a bad alcoholic and I felt like I didn't do enough. And so I don't like to revisit that. And so I was like, you know what? I don't, I, I can't with you. You're trying to relate to me on this. I'm not, I'm done. I, I, waiter, check. Jessel's like, oh, if you have to go, go. I got the check. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Like, calm down. What are you talking about? So Sai gets up, leaves, and Jessel sits down, like, gets on her phone, and she starts writing, typing up some more notes about how awful Sai is. Uh, and so that was episode 12 of Real Housewives of New York City, season 14. Um, I enjoyed it, but then at the same time, I'm like, Sai is so unlikable. I'm hoping that she gets her, like, comeuppance at this reunion. We'll see. And especially that news that I heard at the beginning or that – I talked about at the beginning of the show. We'll see how that goes. Um, so yeah, that was episode. I guess this is episode six of Pop Icon Recaps. Uh, if you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio, and check me out at Scott Summers on there. Um, and be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio tomorrow morning at eight, from eight to nine on ninety point seven WKGC, and. Uh, We will see you Friday. Bye.